It's February 2nd, and this is your daily brief in U.S. News. Here's everything you need to know. Tesla CEO Elon Musk is taking a significant step by proposing a shareholder vote to change the company's state of incorporation from Delaware to Texas. This move comes on the heels of a Delaware judge invalidating Musk's substantial $56 billion pay package, alongside Musk's vocal criticisms of Delaware's business and legal environment. Musk's strategy aligns with his broader investment initiatives in Texas, which include the development of gigafactories, a lithium refinery, and the recent relocation of Tesla's headquarters to Austin. Following this announcement, Tesla's shares experienced a nearly 2% uplift in pre-market trading on Thursday, signaling investor optimism or curiosity about the potential implications of this decision. Beyond Tesla, Musk is further entrenching his business interests in Texas with the expansion of SpaceX operations in South Texas. His political connections within the state are also becoming more pronounced, highlighted by his donations to Texas politicians and a notably warm relationship with Governor Greg Abbott. Musk's push to incorporate Tesla in Texas now hinges on gaining shareholder approval, marking a pivotal moment for the electric carmaker's future direction and governance. In a significant legal development, the High Court in London has dismissed a privacy lawsuit filed by former President Donald Trump against Orbis Business Intelligence and its co-founder, Christopher Steele. The lawsuit centered on allegations from a dossier compiled by Steele, which claimed that Russia possessed compromising material on Trump, including footage of him at orgies in Russia. The court's decision was based on the judgment that Trump had no reasonable grounds to claim compensation or damages. The judge further pointed out that Trump's grievances would be more appropriately directed at BuzzFeed, the website that initially published the dossier. This legal setback for Trump adds to a growing list of challenges he faces, including four separate criminal prosecutions in the United States. Despite having amassed a $50 million fund for legal expenses, contributed by his supporters in 2023, Trump's legal entanglements show no signs of abating. This latest court decision comes at a time when Trump is considered the front-runner for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination, highlighting the unique position of facing significant legal issues on both sides of the Atlantic while pursuing a return to political office. President Joe Biden has named John Podesta as the new U.S. Special Envoy for Climate, taking over from John Kerry. This appointment underscores the Biden administration's unwavering commitment to tackling the global climate crisis. Podesta, who is already advising Biden on clean energy innovation, will spearhead international efforts to combat climate change, emphasizing the development of new emission targets and the enhancement of global clean energy supply chains. This move aligns with the U.S.'s re-engagement with the Paris Climate Agreement and its aggressive push towards renewable energy sources. John Kerry, who has been a pivotal figure in shaping the U.S.'s climate policy, will continue to play a significant role, particularly in implementing the Inflation Reduction Law, which represents the largest investment in history to combat climate change. Despite stepping down to potentially join Biden's campaign team for the upcoming presidential election, Kerry's contributions have been instrumental in positioning the U.S. to achieve its ambitious climate goals, including sparking a clean energy production boom. Podesta's appointment, which does not require Senate confirmation, follows the U.S.'s recent decision to suspend approvals for new natural gas export projects, a move that has been lauded by climate activists. With the presidential election on the horizon, climate change is poised to be a central issue, 
and Podesta's leadership in this arena will be crucial. The House of Representatives recently passed a significant $78 billion bipartisan tax cut package. This legislative move is designed to provide relief to both families and businesses, marking a notable effort to address economic challenges. Central to the package is the expansion of the Child Tax Credit, alongside a reinstatement of certain elements of the 2017 GOP tax cuts for businesses. However, the journey for this bill is far from over, as it now heads to the Senate, where it confronts a complex political landscape. The bill has garnered opposition from a diverse group, including liberal Democrats, right-wing Republicans, and members of the New York GOP. This opposition underscores the varied concerns and interests at play. In the Senate, the legislation requires a 60-vote majority to pass, a threshold that introduces further uncertainty given the current political dynamics. GOP senators, in particular, have expressed skepticism, with some voicing concerns that the bill could inadvertently bolster President Biden's re-election prospects. Senate leadership, including Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, have yet to outline a clear path forward for the bill. The role of Senator Mike Crapo is pivotal, as he leads the GOP response and advocates for the bill to undergo committee review. Crapo's stance, especially his desire to remove a provision related to the child tax credit, highlights the ongoing negotiations and potential amendments. Despite these challenges, there's an underlying optimism about the bill's prospects in the Senate. If successful, the legislation would extend the child tax credit and business tax breaks until the 2025 tax year, offering a measure of economic relief and stability to many. The U.S. government has taken a decisive step by sanctioning multi-day strikes in Iraq and Syria, targeting Iranian personnel and facilities. This action comes as a direct response to a devastating drone attack that claimed the lives of three American soldiers and left over 40 injured. The gravity of this incident has prompted calls for a calculated response to deter future aggression against U.S. personnel and interests. Kirsten Fontenrose, a non-resident fellow at the Atlantic Council, has highlighted the critical need for the United States to navigate its response with strategic precision, aiming to penalize Iran-backed militias while steering clear of igniting a broader conflict. The planning of these strikes is underpinned by a meticulous consideration of operational factors, including weather conditions and the imperative to minimize civilian casualties. This approach underscores the U.S.'s commitment to conducting targeted operations that mitigate the risk of collateral damage. Furthermore, the U.S. response is being shaped against the backdrop of a worrying trend in Iran, the increased execution of protesters by the regime's Basij militia. This development not only raises concerns about human rights within Iran, but also signals potential implications for Iran's proxies across the region. This has been your daily brief in U.S. news. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates via email at www.brief.news. For more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit brief.news forward slash podcasts. We'll be back Monday with everything you need to know.